This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1717, Advice for Moms, Four Simple Ways to Manage the Frustrations of Motherhood, by Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining us once again on ORD Today. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, here with a parenting post for you this time around. Another great one from Adina Sokloff, in which she actually answers a question sent in by one of her readers. So, without further ado, let's jump in, hear the question, and hear her response, of course, as we optimize your life. Advice for Moms, Four Simple Ways to Manage the Frustrations of Motherhood, by Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com. Dear Adina, when I'm busy in the kitchen getting breakfast or dinner ready, my kids often do things to try and get my attention. I get so frustrated and mad. If they would just leave me alone and let me finish up, I could get things done and then spend time with them. I usually end up yelling and making things worse. I realize that if I would only give them the attention they need, then the situation would not spiral out of control. I'm really not good in the heat of the moment. What can I do to give my kids the attention that they need? I love what Becky Brown Braun in her book, Just Tell Me What to Say, writes about attention. Quote, Think of you and your child as the two parts that make up Velcro. There's the fuzzy part and the prickly suit part that easily catches the fuzz. You awaken each day and you put on your fuzz suit. Your child wakes up and puts on his prickles. Then he spends his waking hours trying to catch you, just like the prickles hook the fuzz. End quote. Children want your attention more than anything. This is why they will even settle for negative attention if they're not getting positive attention. Before you start to feel all guilty about not giving your kids enough attention, there is another aspect of child-rearing that you need to know about. As a parent, it is our job to teach our kids to delay gratification. So, although they need our attention and want it desperately, they also need to learn to wait, which for children is really tough. Learning to wait goes hand-in-hand with learning how to tolerate frustration. To sum it up, kids need our attention, but they also need to learn how to delay gratification, wait, and tolerate the frustration of having to wait. So, now we know what kids need. What about parents? Being constantly on call and having to give and give and teach and teach is exhausting. What are some simple ways that we can give our kids the attention they crave and help them learn to wait while maintaining your sanity? Number one, special time. Simi Yellen, a parent coach from California, encourages parents to spend at least 10 minutes a day with each child alone. Once a child knows that she will have her mom or dad's undivided attention for a specified time every day, it can offset their neediness for attention. They will feel loved and noticed uniquely. Most parents observe that there is a decrease in misbehavior very soon after they've instituted special time in their house. In our house, we staggered bedtimes so that each child can have their private time. This is what worked for our family. There are many different ways to give children their own time. Every family needs to find a way that is convenient and easy to implement. If 10 minutes feels like too much, then start small and build from there. Five minutes a day can also help. Number two, give yourself a break and empathize. Let's go back to the example you have of being in the kitchen and making dinner. Your kid comes in and asks you to help him find his lost toy, give him a snack, or act as judge and jury for the fight he is having with his brother. This is a situation in which I find myself often, and I feel the same way you do, annoyed with a touch of frustration and the start of simmering anger. The key here is to use empathy. 
First, talk to yourself. Okay, I am really feeling annoyed, frustrated with the start of simmering anger. I do not like having to stop what I am doing to find his lost toy, give him a snack, or act as judge and jury for the fight he's having with his brother. Motherhood can be so tough sometimes, a real challenge. You can also throw in a little pep talk. I can stay calm and handle this appropriately without yelling. Number three, give your kid a break and empathize. Once you have pulled yourself together, and you may have to calm yourself down a few times before you do, you can empathize with your child. Remember, he wants you and your attention right away, and he needs help learning how to delay gratification. You can say, Oh no, I'm making dinner right now and I can't help you. I know it's really tough to wait. I wish I could stop everything and help you. In a few minutes, I might be able to do that. You can try to give him some of the attention that he needs. Would you like to stay next to me while I peel carrots? Will that help you wait, or would you like to find something else to do? And number four, know under which conditions you work best. There are moms who can do it all with their kids running around. They can maintain their equilibrium and actually cook and clean in the midst of chaos. I am not one of those moms. Yesterday, I was cooking for the Jewish New Year while the whole family was home. I was constantly being interrupted. I forgot how many cups of flour I had already put in the batter to put the timer on and the roast in the oven etc. I needed to remind myself that having people around me gets me frazzled. I need quiet in order to cook. It's helpful if we understand and take care of ourselves and our needs. Part of that is knowing how we work best and utilize that knowledge to help us schedule ourselves. It's obviously not always possible, but I'm pretty sure next holiday I'm sending the kids out with my husband, or I will do my cooking when they're in school. You just listened to the post titled, Advice for Moms, Four Simple Ways to Manage the Frustrations of Motherhood, by Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com. And another wonderful post from Adina, which we thank her for. Four good points from her today, and what I like the most about the last one in particular, uh, is how well it allows us to set ourselves up for success before a problem arises. If we are aware of when we're at our best, And we can do a lot of planning, can't we? We can work with maybe our spouse to make sure that we each try to handle problems with the kids when we are at our best, playing to each other's strengths. We can make our availability more limited in difficult times for us. We can plan that one-on-one time she mentioned under the best of conditions. So, definitely do not ignore this shortcut, parents. I know the temptation can be to do it all and dig deep, And of course, that kind of grit and that push is really helpful and necessary as parents. But being knowledgeable of our limits like this and using that knowledge to our advantage can really help us to restore a lot of energy over time. So some things to think about as we wrap up another wonderful article today. I appreciate you being here, everyone, and for making another episode possible. Have a great day and do come back tomorrow for more parenting content. That's where your optimal life awaits.